Welcome to Invest Stories, a podcast about real stories, real estate, and taking real action. Join hosts John Cooper and Kyle Robertson as they talk investing, mindset, and taking that first step. We all have a story. What's yours? The Invest Stories Podcast. Welcome to Tuesday Techers. I know it's a cliche name. Uh, Investories podcast is all about adding value, all about adding those digestible bits of content and information. And we're super excited to bring you part two of this interview. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please reach out to us anytime you have any questions or just want to connect or say hi or say we're doing really well or hey, you could even say we're not doing well, but please don't do that. Uh, Investories podcast at gmail.com and investories pod on your socials and we look forward to hearing from you and uh... there's also the insider aspect so i don't know if you've ever been to the horse races um way bigger in the uk than over here Hmm. but you have you have um people that bet right and you can read the form and you can go oh this horse is good over this distance and on this ground and it kind of looks like this and you can take an educated guess but then you have the people that know the jockeys know the owners go in and know everything about that horse and go well yeah of course i picked that one it was 18 to 1 but it was definitely going to win and that's kind of right i feel like that with the stock market and i I say that as (laughs) I invest for my daughter, so I have a custodial account for her. I put money every, every month, and we just buy the S&P 500. Yeah, um, that's what Buffett says. Just, it's, just buy it's, the index, because just, the index yeah. is... Most managed money doesn't beat the indexes. So you're, you know, he says you're paying all these helpers, yeah. <laughs> he, he likes to call them. And, um, you know, whereas I like to see people start a side business, you know, or learn mm-hmm. how to buy a real... You know, because investing is more about becoming something than it is buying something. Right. So it's be yeah, agreed, then do, then have. And most people don't want to do the do part. So Wall Street is uh, and it's not right or wrong. It just is. So you have to figure out your truth. Right. You mm-hmm. it's it's based on um, easy. Everybody wants an easy button. Oh, it's safe. You know, you're this age. So you get this, you know, par- target date fun and it's convenient. And we take it right out of your check. And, you know, but they would never tie their money up for 30 years. No. I think I think that's really easy. I I kind of uh, really interesting. Sorry, I f- I found that easy button conversation going on in my head. I took my previous retirement account, previous four hundred one k, to self directed, and it well, it was like a it was like a snap. It was like oh, I need to get clued up on some stuff. I need to figure out what I want to do. Become risk, right? Become. Yeah, become. That's right. <laughs> um, so it's kind of I feel like I've got this duality in terms of I've, I have all these short term aspirations with kind of ready cash. Um, and what I want to invest in and grow a business. But then I also have this self-directed um, kind of part of me, which is, hey, there's John in 65. Here's, uh, here's the stuff we need to do now to make sure he's set up. Kind of well, thing. but see, this is what I, that doesn't work. That's what I mean. So think about this. If you had a million dollars and if you did the um, what they would call the safe withdrawal rate, this is what mm-hmm. they'll allow people in, in that business to show. Um, that's like 4%. So if you had a million dollars, that's $40,000 a year, mm-hmm. right? And so just old school retirement planning, your retirement plan is a three-legged stool, pension, personal savings, social security. So most people only have two stools, right? Because they don't have a pension, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they don't save enough. That I think it was some study I saw where I had a, so don't quote when this, go look it up. But the average 60-year-old has, 
less than a hundred thousand or less than one hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in a four hundred one k, right? So that is not working. Where you you go, even if you had two million dollars, that's that's like eighty thousand dollars a year, right? Yeah. And so in a fluctuating stock market, with the value, the monetary unit called a dollar buys less every year. Mm-hmm. So now you got to take out more than you needed to just to keep up the same purchasing power. Oh, and oh by the way, it's in a tax deferred account, so when you pull it out it's taxable, right? So there's so and so you get you got to uh, overcome the tax hit on the distribution cuz mm-hmm. it's taxed as ordinary income. So there's so many like moving parts with that. I'm not saying not do it, just understand it. Most people don't the my problem I have is people don't understand it. And so that's where, you know, where I actually help people implement uh, or as a strategist, but I, you know, I'm really more of a financial educator. I tell people, look, it's your money, right? It's not mm-hmm. Curtis's money. Can't be more important to me than it is to you. So I say, I'm Yoda. You're Luke. <laughs> the like pop it. reference, right? And yeah, and I like so it. I'm, you know, you have the force. I you still have to go through the trials to become a Jedi. I'm just gonna show, I'm, <laughs> you got to dig that plane out of that swamp. Right, 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 right. You know, I'm just going to show you how to use the first, but you still got you still got to you know master and become a master a master Jedi. And so you have to go through that journey. But you think about it, every every any, any of you that are listening, if you're good at something, it took work, it took time, it took expertise. So where else has not paying attention, giving somebody else control? not studying where else has that worked in your life it doesn't so it's mm-hmm. the same thing with money so anyway i'm just saying no i like that and i think if not this then what right this right is like what are you working for money pretty, you, might well, pretty you, might well, you might as well uh learn how money works but see the key is what we talk to people about john is financial freedom right not retirement see mm-hmm. retirement's an age financial freedom is a capability Right. I like that. So you want to become so it's what's the capability? Be able to live like you want to live from the income from your personally invested assets. So then when you think that way, you're looking for assets. Well, what's the rich dad definition of an asset? Somebody puts money in your pocket. So if you can um, I was talking I was speaking to this real estate group, talking to them about how to grow their business. I said, Well, I think is it is it because I was trying to get them to get out of the transaction mindset. I said, Listen, mm-hmm. what if could you help your clients I know. I said, what do you think you could get? Is it reasonable to get maybe net $500 a month in rent after you pay the expenses? Yeah. I said, well, could you help your clients buy a house a year for the next 10 years or two houses a year for the next 10 years or five years? They said, yeah, if they, I I believe we could. I said, well, okay. Well, so they, you had 10 houses at $500 that the rent will go up because inflation forced the rents up. That's mm-hmm. $60,000 a year. And, and, you know, if it's like, I'm just making a number, a hundred thousand dollar house. Well, you don't need a hundred thousand dollars. You need like twenty, and you can get the house with leverage. If you want a hundred thousand dollars of stock, guess what? You need a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Ain't no leverage going. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so you got to. So it's 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 what is what is the asset class that you want to learn? And but you want to focus on. We talk to our clients about focusing on cash flow, growing your cash flow every year. So when you look at your assets, well. How much how much cash flow those assets buying off? That will tell you when you can retire. And you know, we we our goal is to help people, tr- you know, try to get that done in a, a decade or less, right? I, that's not unrealistic if you're willing to become. It's going to work. It's you know, mm-hmm. no promises, but you know, it's it's what's the alternative? Being broke. <laughs> yeah, alternative- and being broke for forever, right? And forever, especially with inflation and with market changes. But now right. you're old and broke. 
So I tell people, look, right? I say, if you don't, this, I used to do this joke when I was doing a retirement plan. So listen, I, I tell them, listen, I don't, you know, if you don't do this, you do this, you know, that's up to you. But if you don't participate in the plan, I said, just, I want you to practice these words. And I'll go, you ready now? And there I'm like leaning forward. I go, say, hi, welcome to Walmart. Okay. And, <laughs> So I had a teacher, she just, she started dying because she wasn't expecting that. And she just, she was in tears. She thought that was the funniest thing she ever heard. I was like, welcome to Walmart. I like that. That computer going, pissed off. But. That's going in the title. Um, so Curtis, in terms of this, the, what you do, the process and kind of the, the broad strokes of it, I guess the principles, what does that look like? So what we do is uh, we, we try to help people get them organized so they can make better financial decisions. So we, we have a, something called a personal financial snapshot. So we look at their stuff and we organize it so they can see their personal finances on one page, basically a one-page financial plan. But what we're looking at them through the lens of principles, right? So here are the five principles. Principle one is to save, right? Save what? It is right from the richest man in Babylon. Part of all you earn is yours to keep. Okay, so those are principles. Principles don't change. Principles don't matter if the market's up, market's down, has nothing to do with products. It's all about your philosophy about how to be a good steward with your resources. Okay, so it's not about predictions and having crystal balls. It's about provisioning and being prepared whether markets go up, down, or sideways. You're still supposed to win, right? So the first principle is save. See, because what we teach is velocity of money over accumulation of money, right? Mm -hmm. So velocity method, we call it, starts with saving, right? So that means you got to underconsume, save 15, 20% of your gross income, the verb of save. You can't save your way to financial freedom, but you do have to have capital so that you have money to invest, okay? And so we say, teach. I teach to save from income, right? Let me define savings. It's got to be safe, liquid, accessible, guaranteed. That's where you store your capital. And then, so the first step is to save, which means you got to manage cash flow, right? Cause mo and, uh, and so if you want to create maximum wealth, you have to create maximum efficiency. So most people are chasing investments. I teach the opposite. You have to stop giving money away. You Most people are transferring their wealth away through, and I'll come back to what the five transfers are, but they're giving most of your money away before they get it because they're inefficient in how they handle money or how they're taught to handle money by the institutions because they make money off of you not knowing what I'm about to tell you, right? Yep. The second principle is the concept we call maximum protection, right? So I'm the defensive coordinator, John. So what happens is I want to make sure, I want to indemnify you, which means if you have a loss, insurance is supposed to make you whole, not make you rich, but bring you back to where you were before the loss. So we actually go over all their stuff, their auto, their home, their, do you have, most people don't have umbrella coverages. They don't have uh, insurance to cover if they become disabled or long-term care, proper medical. They don't have wills. They don't have trust. You know, they don't, they don't have proper life insurance. So we go to, we break down, how do they work? Do you have them? Do you need, it's not really a need. Do you want maximum protection? Because insurance is not a need product, it's a want product. What is it that you want? So you want to make sure that you can be made whole, live, die, get sick, right? So if, if, if while you're building the kingdom, you have to protect the kingdom so that you don't have to go to zero if something goes sideways. The third principle, so that's principle two, maximum protection. Principle three is Full replacement of assets at death or what I call building a legacy of wealth and wisdom. So if you don't make it, 
we want to leave, you know, you we, it says in the Bible, a wise man leaves inheritance for his children's children. So you want to leave, I'm big on legacy, right? Don't don't die for free, <laughs> right? And uh, the fourth principle is liquidity. This is the other thing, even with really good investors or really good business owners, they, they'll hear like um, Grant Cardone cash trash and, and, and stay broke, mm-hmm. but stuff happens. You have to have access to capital, right? And so what I say is the first 90 days is like your emergency fund. Everything above that is your opportunity fund to look for and buy or build cash flowing assets. But you need to be, because we're now, where do you get the liquidity? Principle one, you have to save it, mm-hmm. right? And then... Uh, and then the fifth principle is like well, most people when I when I'm on investment shows they're already in principle five. Principle five is velocity of money. So then we're looking at your your debt, your your what I call your constructive debt and your destructive debt. So your constructive debt, if you're borrowing money to make money, that's called leverage, right? You're not trying to get out of debt. You you can't win the United States of America by becoming focused on becoming debt free. <laughs> Right, you have yeah. to, but if you, you know what I mean. That's 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 it's, nice. It's the monopoly example, right? Which is yes. you don't win monopoly by just collecting two hundred dollars every time you pass go. Right, you got to buy assets, and if you can use other people's money to buy a real thing, but you, you but what we do, what consumers do, is they buy stuff, or we used to have mm-hmm. a call doodads, and so now you're working for the bank. And uh, yeah. you work for money, right? So your first lesson, rich dad, poor dad, is rich people don't work for money, which means. Mm-hmm. They don't. Well, I was listening to this clip before the call of, of uh, Warren Buffett saying, yeah, you know, if I make money with money, my tax rate is like 15, 20 percent. He says, if I make money with my muscles or labor, I could make I could be charged 15 to 35 percent. Right. Because it's a because you guys earn income. So that's tax high, higher rate. So if you look at if you study, you break apart and study rich people, they don't work for money. They Get capital gains. They, you know, the guy. I was listening to thing for uh, what's his name from Tesla, uh, Elon Musk. He's mm-hmm. got all this stock, and then he says, "Well, listen, you know, they'll let him collateralize the stock and give him money because yeah. they know he's good for it." So guess what? That's not earned income. That's tax free. That's why these people don't pay taxes because they're li- they're borrowing money and they use debt as money because debt is mm-hmm. money in 2023 if you're using it correctly. But we don't understand the game. That's why you know that you have to learn the game of money because you're learning the games that being taught by people that create the situations, control the outcomes so that they profit of you not understanding it. And so with velocity, so in different assets, is like in real estate, it's the Burr method, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in a restaurant business, how many times can you turn the tables over, right? I, I spoke uh, last March at the Laundromat Millionaire Conference and I had a keynote down there. And whatever, as I studied them, they wanted bigger, more efficient, dryers and machines because if they can mm-hmm. get people in and out the mat faster that's turnover is velocity in their business right so that's just an economic principle you want money mr warnful says look i want if i give you this half million dollars i'll soon i get my money back with friends right and so he can do what put in another thing so we're taught to buy it hold it leave it there for 30 years but an institution mm-hmm. would never do that right they'll use leverage they want they want velocity cash flow leverage and so that's what you have to learn, but you got to learn that because that's not common knowledge, and it's not necessarily risky. Being uneducated is risky, so that we have mm-hmm. to learn, you know, how to do it. That's why I'm big education, you know, big on financial education. And then you got to learn what you like, like because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it's my job to tell you. Because if I say invest is about is about becoming, it's not my job to tell you what to become. 
I like that. I've been doing some um, some personal coaching, and that's a lot of the themes around that is who who do you want to be? What do you want to be? What do you want? What does your future look like? Not yeah. I'm going to tell you what you should be doing. Right. And right. then let's apply some broad strategies that apply. Pretty yeah, much see principles the to get you there. Right. Yeah. Principles, honesty, hard work, and then the financial principles. Uh, then principles drive the strategy or really you know what comes before that your goals what do you want and why mm-hmm. then your principles because Jim Rohn will say most people don't have a money problem they have a philosophy problem right mm-hmm. principles drive strategy these are the things you're going to do to get you down the road towards the outcome that you are what your goal is right you know passive income greater expenses uh a uh, work optional lifestyle yeah, you know that that you know that's it. We you know what are you will you have a have a uh, Napoleon Hill says you gotta have a chief definite aim. What are you willing to work for that you get up and you're just got a burning desire in your gut? Because if you wishy washy, that's not gonna get it done. Like you gotta get something that you like, and it's not the money. It's mm-hmm. real like for me, it's freedom, right? There's a there's yeah. a clip from the Gamble that's like the theme of I have a, a membership site called the Money for Life Club. And um, we call it, you know, we have a newsletter called the Cash Flow and Air. And so the goal is getting to the, uh, this is from the John Goodman clip. Just look up John Goodman, the gambler. And he talks about getting to the glorious position of F you. <laughs> okay. And he's talking to, um, what's his name? Uh, um, what's the guy? Mark Wahlberg. So just look, it's like a four minute clip. I've watched it, I don't know, 50 times. And every time we'll I get, watch it, show notes. Yeah, it, it gets me fired up. So my whole planning <laughs> process is built around getting to fu <laughs> right so Love we want to get people to the fu position <laughs> and where you can do what you want when you want and i what's your desire has to be freedom you know where you your people nobody can put their thumb on you and squeeze you and um the people that like find me that's what they want and then they realize they've been in the game long enough to realize that what they're doing is not taking them there and now they're looking right mm-hmm. and then i curtis will give you some homework because it's your money but then, you know, we try to, you know, I try to make sure you're sound financially that you, you know how to manage cash flow, you know, the difference between the asset and the liability, you're saving, you've got protection, you know, you're playing defense, but offense is your job, right? Mm-hmm. You got to figure out, do I want to be in business? Do I, do I like, you know, do I want to franchise? Do I want to buy businesses? You do I do, do I want to be an active real estate investor? Do I want to host, do I want to syndicate? You know, I got clients that do private lending. I got clients that have ATM machines. I got clients that buy notes that, that you know, performing and non-performing, tax liens, life settlements. Have at it. It all works. Mm-hmm. If you're not stupid. But, <laughs> no, uh, if you're not. <laughs> Damn it. I'm, tr- I'm stuck. Um, no, I, I ha- what's really interesting, I was kind of hanging in your every word there because I had that realization. I was in a W-2, um, still am, but... Um, mm-hmm. You know, I love my job mm-hmm. at the moment. I feel very fortunate to be there. But I know that that's not me for the rest of my life. And I know that what I want to do is have that freedom, build a business that, that helps, that grows, that has community, that has drive, um, all that good stuff. And kind of I'm still figuring out how to get there. And it's super when you unlock that in your brain, it's super yeah. exciting. It's on then, right? And so Jim Rohn would say, and I got this first time I heard this was from Robert Allen. Job is the fine job is a he's who he calls. I heard this like at twenty, a temporary this book called um Creating Wealth by Robert Allen. He says a job is a temporary inconvenience. 
to give you the cash flow you need to build your thing, whatever mm-hmm. that thing is, to be that to be, get you to financial independence. Or Jim Rohn says, I like this is a better, nicer way to say it. You know, wages make you a living, profits make you a fortune. So you have to earn your living by day, mm-hmm. but you can work on your fortune at night, on the weekends, on your lunch break, right? Because our tax code, I, I was having a lunch at a conference with Tom Realwright, Kiyosaki's um, uh, uh, accountant, right? Mm-hmm. Tax-free wealth, Tom Realwright. He says, listen, the, the tax code is, another word for code is map, right? It's a treasure map, right? So our code, the tax code is a stimulus program. It tells you what the government wants done. And mm-hmm. so if you partner with them, what do they want? They want jobs. Who creates jobs? Businesses. So the tax code favors business owners. It They want housing, so it, t- it favors real estate investors. They want food, so it favors agriculture. And they want energy, right? So if you can do any or all of those things, even if you... I don't care if you're... Uh, I tell people, look, there's no difference between Trump's plane and your pink Cadillac with Mary Kay on the side, right? It, it's the same thing from a tax standpoint. It's like, you know, you just, you don't think about it that way because you're you're still stuck in scarcity. You think these people are greedy, rich people, money is evil. Y'all gotta let all that stuff go, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, because money follows value. So money's a result of creating value in the marketplace. So if you're not making enough money, you have to ask yourself, how can I serve more people? How can I create value in the marketplace? And once you understand that, then you'll look at profits and stuff differently, like, you know, and, and, and start to operate from a more prosperous mindset. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Investories podcast. And uh, as you can imagine, we're super stoked with that content, amazing strategies, amazing techniques. Um, that we've really been able to dig into and uh, we're looking forward to bringing kind of the next phase of that which is really all about uh, the case study kind of real world examples and how you can do the same we're going to call it Wednesday Wins and we're going to tackle that on the next episode thank you for listening to the Investories podcast we all have a story what's yours the Investories podcast